Hello friends. This is CA Rajiv Khatlawala from Baroda once again and here is a short story which I've written some time back. Uh the short story is titled as A Piece of Paper. This is a a story it is a true story uh, adaptation and uh, uh, this uh, true story was narrated to me uh, some time back by an acquaintance so here uh, is the story the piece a piece of paper nisarg was in no hurry as he waited for the next bus to arrive he had been waiting at the bus stop since 7:30 pm and it had almost been an hour long wait he had to let one bus go as it was full to the hilt and he did not want to cover the one hour distance to his destination uh, standing on one feet he preferred to wait for the next vehicle to arrive he was obviously in no hurry as he lived alone he thought of his better days just a few weeks ago he had a stable job and also a stable girlfriend but now both were lost one because of the other nisarg looked around and noted that the place was less crowded and he could only see about four or five people walking by on the bus stop except for an old lady he was alone maybe 8 o'clock in the evening was considered late for this tire to city and more so for the industrial locality where he stood most of the uh, smaller industrial units had closed for the day and a friend had told him that more than 90% of the staff and workers in this industrial area were back home by 7:30 pm the privileges of a small city his friend had explained nisarg's eyes searched for signs of a bus but it could it failed in this attempt yet again however this time while he looked ahead for the bus he saw an old man walking towards the bus towards the bus stop by the looks of the person the old man did not look the type he would uh, travel uh, by the local bus rather he looked like an owner of one of the factories His steps were slow and he seemed a little fatigued. The old man took support of a walking stick which too appeared elegant. Nisarg was uh, sensing that now it was almost 8:30 pm and the area was almost vacated with no other soul in sight. To Nisarg's surprise, the old man slowed down to a halt. and stood beside him at the bus stop well even people wearing such expensive suits and watches traveled by bus he wondered the passengers stood in silence for a few moments after which the old man was the first one to speak do you think we shall get a bus at this hour nisar startled but then settling himself replied Yes, I think the 8:30 bus should be uh, uh, here any time. It seems to be late today. Even the earlier bus too came almost 20 minutes late, so I could not get in. Nisarg himself wondered 
why he was replying in so much of a detail when a simple yes or no would have sufficed maybe he stood there long enough to want to talk to someone the old man nodded and after some time again inquired do you work here no sir i am an un- i am unemployed at present and had come for an interview here with nice fabricators how about you sir the old man smiled and replied i own three factories here then after a pause he continued i usually go back home by the 4 o'clock bus when it is almost empty but today somehow i got late you see i started my career in this locality and i have not since stopped traveling by bus oh that's really different thinking sir replied a surprised nisar yes it is and for that matter people do say many a times that i am quite different from the world but then tell me something about yourself young man nisar now cleared his throat and answered uh, my name is nisar patel i have done masters in commerce and was working as an accountant with kf industries till last month but as you may have heard or probably read they had to close down due to the ongoing ongoing recession hmm i see the old man uh, unlike his earlier replies did not lend lengthen the reply nisar could notice that since the time the old man came to the bus stop he was frequently rubbing the upper part of his stomach maybe the old man had some oily or spicy food thought nisar and to think of it he had not had even a one full meal since the since the previous day however nisar could now observe that the old man was sweating a little and he could sense that he was not comfortable are you feeling fine sir what oh yes i i am fine the answer failed to convince nisar his mind recollected the symptoms of the old man nisarg's father too had similar symptoms just before he had a fatal heart attack oh thought nisarg i hope this old man was not having a heart attack he searched his hand uh, handbag for a bottle of water but could not find one sir would you like to sit down please Uh, well i i i think yes said the old man who was now definitely definitely not feeling well nisarg helped the old man sit on a large stone near the bus stop sir let me fetch some water for you and let me see if i can get a taxi just then a taxi passed him by without stopping nisarg looked around for signs of some other vehicle but none was in sight he looked back to the old man and said sir please wait here i will get a bottle of water for you he gently pressed the old man's uh, hand suggestive of an assurance the old man was breathing heavier than usual 
Nisarg ran in the direction from where the bus usually arrives. On his way to this locality, he remembered to have seen a small grocery shop. But some difficulty had arisen. He managed to find uh, that shop as it was about to shut for the day. Hey, Bhaiya Ji, wait, I want a bottle of water, he yelled as he reached the shop. Mumbling under his breath, the shopkeeper gave him what he demanded. As Nisar paid him, he asked the shopkeeper, There is an old man in the next street just near the bus stop. I think he is having an heart attack. Can you help me to get him uh, to the house? Before he could complete the sentence, the shopkeeper interrupted. No, no, bhai sahab. I am getting late. And also in this type of cases, there is always a police inquiry and all. I do not want to be involved in such things. Please excuse me. Without wasting any further time, Nisarg ran back to the old man who was now even breathing heavier. Nisarg bent down and fetched him some water, half of which actually fell on the old man's shirt. Nisarg's tension was increasing now, but he gathered his strength and said, Sir, I asked the shopkeeper for help, but he won't oblige. But you don't worry, sir. I will find a way to get a taxi. Please be... Before he could complete the sentence, the old man almost shouted, No, no, beta. Do you have a blank paper? Quick, hand me one. Nisarg was taken aback by this strange request. And he fumbled in his handbag for a piece of paper. He got hold of the small writing pad he carried to note down the phone numbers of the friends and acquaintances. He took it out and asked, Sir, will this do? It is somewhat small, but yes, 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 it will do, said the old man in a hurry and almost snatched the pad from him. He took out the silver-colored Louis Sharon pen from his pocket and started scribbling in his blank page the pad. It struck Nisarg that probably the old man was writing down his phone number or his address to, so that he could contact his family. However, observing from where he was standing, he could not understand one word of what the old man was writing. Maybe his hands were shivering. The old man finished writing Taking unusually longer time to write an address, thought Nisarg. But when he saw the paper, he was startled. He could not understand any of the handwriting, nor could he understand the language. Holy shit, thought Nisarg. How was he to con- how was he to contact the old man's relatives with this note? He looked at the old man who was now feeling worse. Nisar took out his mobile and dialed the only number which came to his mind. Police Control Room 100. He hoped that the police control room would not take a, take a long time because his mobile had just 4 rupees balance. Hello, Police Control Room. Sir, I am Nisarg and I am calling from the Bhagwati industrial area, bus stop number 4. 
actually i have beside me an old man who may be suffering from a heart attack and i did not uh, have the num- any contact number of any hospital so i am calling you please help me and arrange for an ambulance fast i think this condition his condition is getting worse okay you stay there said the policeman on the other side you stay there with the old man i am sending a team and also the ambulance you may be required to give a statement if anything goes wrong the telephone clicked off from the other side nisarg missed a heartbeat himself oh no if this person dies a police inquiry is sure to take place he then turned to the old man and knelt before him sir are you fine can i do something for you yes please give this piece of paper to my sons bungalow number 3 ajanta greens he could not complete the statement the old man was dead nisarg stood there in horror he did not know what to do should he go away no but that would be cruel and in any case police control room now had his mobile number will they think that he had killed the old man old man but no he was only helping as these thoughts galloped recklessly in his mind he heard the siren of an ambulance just as the ambulance arrived a police vehicle a toyota qualis halted near the bus stop nisarg rushed to the police vehicle and said sir i had called and then pointing to the old man this is the man i think he 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 is dead the the police inspector examined the old man and noted then he signaled the ambulance to take away the body the old man rather his mortal remains was kept in the ambulance and taken away after learning that nisarg was not a relative the ambulance driver had told him that he should inform the man's relatives that the ambulance was from the city general hospital the inspector asked did the old man say where he lived yes he had said ajanta greens bungalow number 3 and he gave me this piece of paper and said i should give it to his son at his bungalow the inspector took the piece of paper and frowned even he could not understand what was written okay we will arrange to give it you must give me your name and contact number young man we may call you if there is any need you may be you may have to give a statement nisar did as he was told and he imagined that the inspector was still looking at him suspiciously without any further event the police vehicle returned nisarg was jolted from his bed early on sunday morning as his mobile rang he got up and looked at the time 9 o'clock in the morning not exactly early even for a sunday he thought he picked up his phone and glanced at the number no it was not from any of his friends nor from mr 
called Radha Money Lender. He answered the call anyway. Hello. Hello, is this Mr. Nisarg Patel? Uh, yes, speaking. Nisarg got excited. Was it in response to probably one of his interviews? But it could not be. It was a Sunday and no company normally called on a holiday. Well, Mr. Nisarg, my name is Arun Kumar Jain. I think you are the same person who had helped my father Jugal Kishore Jain uh, at the bus stop when he suffered the heart attack, isn't it? Yes. Once again, Nisarg's mind raced with dreadful thoughts. Was he being blamed for the death of a fellow passenger whom he did not even know? Did the police build up a case against him? How could they? His thoughts were interrupted by Arun Kumar's voice. The police inspector gave me your contact number. We, I mean me and my family, want to meet you. Can you come down to our bungalow at 10.30 a.m.? The caller waited for a response which was not forthcoming from the other end. I hope it is convenient. Nisar composed himself and said, Yes, of course. But look, Mr. Arun Kumar, I was only trying to help your father. I did not know how he died. Oh, that is quite okay. He he was a heart patient for more than 10 years now. Please do come at 10.30. We shall wait for you. And he put the receiver down. Nisarg was now perspiring. He envisioned himself being handcuffed and put in prison and worst of all, beaten by the police. But then, the better part of him controlled these emotions and rationalized. How in the world could you be held responsible for his death? He was after all a heart patient. Go, Nisarg, and meet his family. His mind forced him. Nisarg was at the indicated bungalow at the indicated time. He was sitting on a kushi, in a, on a sofa, set placed inside a large drawing room. Nisarg imagined that the drawing was, room was in fact bigger than his entire flat twice over. A servant brought in the tray with two glasses of water. Nisarg picked up one and gulped. His nervousness settled to some extent. Saheb will meet you in a couple of minutes, sir. Will you have tea or coffee or some cold drink? Enquired the servant. Uh, No, nothing at all. Thank you, was the reply. In a couple of minutes, Arun Kumar Jain arrived in the drawing room along with his three, three other people. Hello, Mr. Nisar. I am Arun Kumar. This is my wife Rohini and my brothers Sanjay Kumar and Jai Kumar. The four sat down and Arun Kumar continued. We are waiting for our lawyer to arrive. He will be here any minute. But sir, I told you on the phone, I have nothing to do. I have not done anything wrong. In fact, I was just trying to help your father as much as I could, said a nervous Nasarg. 
Arun Kumar laughed. Oh no, my young man, don't be afraid. We are only awaiting our family lawyer who insisted that you come to this house. We are really grateful that in our father's last few minutes of his life, there was someone to take care of him and help him. You could have not done a better job. Now Nisarg seemed to feel a bit more relaxed. Just then, the family lawyer, Mr. Bridge Mohan Marwadi, arrived, and after the introductions, started pulling out some papers from his file. Nisarg was surprised to notice the small piece of paper from his own pad, on which the old man had scribbled. Well, gentlemen. and my dear lady as i have briefed all of you mr jugal kishore's attachment to this registered will this small piece of paper can surely be considered as valid as he had written it in sound mind without any coercion explained the lawyer he continued and as in- instructed in this piece of paper over and above what has been mentioned in his last will dated 17th of the last month a sum of rupees 5 lakhs is to be given to the young man named nisarg patel who helped mr jugal kishore during his last few moments moreover if found suitable and qualified the young man may be offered employment in one of the factory factories or business interests and as clearly written in the piece of paper this instruction shall be binding on all members of the family then looking around he continued i assume no family member has any objection to this none of the family members had any objection the lawyer then turned towards the astonished nisar patel and handed him a brown envelope this contains a check of rupees 5 lakh in your name as nisar took it in his hands still staring blankly at the lawyer arun kumar offered mr patel you may please come to an to an interview at meg industries tomorrow and if you are found suitable we shall offer you an employment our father's last wish is sacred for us nisarg could not believe whether this was all a dream or the actual reality his eyes had numbed probably for the first time after his own father's death and he thanked his benefactors with folded hands This was the short short story based on a true story which was narrated to me some time back friends i hope you like this story and if yes please do share this uh, with your friends and relatives thank you very much